Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Ooh, baby, we got a wild one for you this week. That's right. We are here to talk about drag, personal trauma, and dicks on the internet. I also tell the same stories I've told on here 10 times. I hope you enjoy them again. We're faggots. deep in the 300 episodes, so, you know, sometimes there's a repeat. There's got to be an overlap, But bitch. this is the first time our guest has ever been with us. It's Melissa, Melissa be, be Fierce. Ow. Enjoy the episode. And that wig. Oh. M. Mom! When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Happy second. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. You slap, you stupid little fuck, you nasty little fuck, you nasty little fuck. Slap, you second big dipper, meatball, meatball, that's big dipper. Now, I feel like the nine one for you is sort of like your version of the Defying Gravity battle call. Nine one, because you always, you really get up there. Nine one. Um, and then our pro tip of the day before we bring our guests on is if you are adding a liquid to a a powder to a liquid, right? A powder to a liquid. Drink a little. Drink first. a little of it first, because both of our dumbasses didn't know. But our it, our lovely guest immediately was like, "Yeah, you drink a little first. We're gonna get dragged for having these plastic bottles, anyways. Well, I'm more eco conscious because I go to bulk stores and bring my own containers. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. Do you want to read the, read the intro? Because, honey, if you're looking for a spicy drag queen, we've got one for you. Spiciest meatball. Yeah, that no. was a bait and switch. From her show stopping performances to her sharp tongue and give no fucks attitude to her hot and heavy thirst traps on Twitter, she's got it all for you, and she's turning it, mama. Because if there's one thing this diva is gonna do, it's be, be fierce. Please welcome to the stage, Melissa Be Fierce! And the crowd goes wild. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Melissa, welcome! I know, I've, I am finally here. Long overdue. Finally. It's yeah. been years we've Truly. been talking about having you on the show. Oh yeah, we always kept trying. Well, this Don't be is, lying, bitch. This is what happened. <laughs> I can go through the text. There's very few. <laughs> there's, there's just a couple. No, internally what would happen is she would screenshot your like thotty little photos on the internet mm-hmm. and text them to me and you, she would say, what's Melissa doing today? And I'm like, we should get her on the pod. Yeah. That's essentially what <laughs> That's the, all it was. the back and forth was all the time. Well, welcome. Thank you. I Thank see you. that you came in your thought mode. Kind of something. This is nothing. This is very, uh, you know, cover up. 
Regular, yeah. regular, because yeah. this is how you move through the world. Something like that. Okay. I'm, yeah, we, you were just at Fat Slut at Precinct. Did oh my you God, right. I was, I was. How I was, was your Fat Slut experience? That was your second I, one, right? Second time yeah. doing it. I have fun. It's such an amazing fucking audience that it's you have it every fucking time I'm there. And they love drag. They appreciate drag. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I love the most about Fat Slut, that they are there to watch the queens perform. Right. Well, and then they're there to watch people get naked and fuck around on stage. And what that's they're really it. there to do is watch you <laughs> fall. fall. And sometimes I give it to them. And if they're not, a good audience, I'll fall. You. <laughs> I'll fall. I'll fall. shit. Wait, do, was that your intention for Fat Slut? What? Was it always like the goal was to fall? No. <laughs> <laughs> to be the focus was to be a big drag show, or were you trying to throw a party that had drag entertainment? Well, it originally was going to be a party with drag entertainment, and then and then it was going to be one act, four girls, and then the sexy food eating competition. But Drag Race started airing after I started the party. Right. And Drag Race would air from 8 to 9, and then from 9 to 10, everyone would just leave. Mm. And Fat Slut, the first act, would be at 11.30. So I added the act in front of it to keep people in the bar. So you could do the classic drag move of, baby, we're going to start the show. It's happening. We're going to ha- start and I'll say, five it, And it's going to happen in one and a half hours, so go... Can come back or do whatever, and it starts in one and a half hours. You say one and a half hours? One and one half hours. Anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about you. Yes. When did we first meet? What is your memory of yeah, our first I'm meeting? Because I, I have a different one. I'm sure. You don't even know. What I'm our sure it's is. very different. Bitch, I don't even remember when I first met you. I think I mean we've met way before we started season one. I yeah. do know that for a fact because we had worked. I don't think we had ever. Maybe we'd done a brunch or something together. I think we did. We did work together somewhere, but I don't remember where it was. Was it at the? Abbey? You just forgettable. That's why. Yeah. Uh, really. <laughs> or all the memories are bad. And you're trying to block them out. <laughs> Probably. No. Well, I'm curious about you saying the Abbey because like. I'm always shocked to find out that Meatball has some drag roots in West Hollywood. Like, did that's some That's where shows. I started. Yeah. That's shocking to me. But you are such a chameleon where, like, I feel like, you know, from your time on Dragula, people really know you as, like, oh, you can go ooky, you can go spooky, you can really freak them out. But, like, everything I used to see of you sort of after season one was just, like, glamour showgirl. Of course, yeah. That's well, and that's why my... I think everyone was so gagged on season one when they, like revealed you because we were like Melissa be fierce the pageant queen of West Hollywood <laughs> of 340 <laughs> you do gigs yeah. in Pomona yeah 340 yeah how did you start drag um it was just something that I wanted to just try out and then I think the person that inspired me was Raven I went to go see her at Oasis in Upland, which was a club where Morgan, Mayhem, uh-huh. Detox, they all started there at that club. So I would always go and watch them perform. And Raven was that one that I was so captivated by. I was just like, oh, my God, like, this bitch is fucking fierce as fuck. And then, like, I would always, like, in this, at, that, at that time, she used to work at the Mac counter in, at, the, at the Tyler Mall. <laughs> Wait. And I used to work at the Tyler Mall, too. So I would always see her, like, walk by, and I would always be so gagged over her, you know? And then... I just started following her, and then I was just like, bitch, I want to be her when I would do drag. And then she inspired me to do drag. What do you think Raven would think about Meatball's mug? Oh, hate it. Hate it. I don't know. No, she would love it. You can paint, bitch. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah. Today's not a great example. It's always the days. Okay, tell Just me if add you a do filter, this. You'll be it's fine. A, yeah. Blur. Blur at all. Blur, Why baby, is blur. it always the days where you're like, oh, I'm gonna spend a little extra time because I gotta make this mug last that everything goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Nothing blends right. A little black gets on your brush, and then it's like you have a line across your forehead. Like it just seems like everything goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that? Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Especially when you wanna look your best and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, I feel like your eyebrows today, now that I'm looking at them, are just sort of like... They're there, they're but they're like, like not where they should two be. Two lines. Yeah. Don't you normally... There's like, normally a stippling and a blending that happens. <laughs> and stippling? I swear to God, as I was trying to do it, it was... The the thing was like brushing on the blue and it turned green. And then I was like, I got to quit. I just have to Golly. go. Oh, my God. So eventually, this morning, I just got up and I was like, I quit. Whatever happens today <laughs> happens. And I'm just going to ride through the day. And that's well, where we are. And I'm here, and I'm with Melissa, a good friend who's always read me to Phil. <laughs> so Ooh, when me. you were, yeah, you're like, who me? <laughs> the cutthroat bitch. No. Um. So you're working at the mall. Mm-hmm. What, like, what was your first drag gig like? Uh, Oasis. So it was at Oasis. At Oasis too. They used to have a competition called Drag Idol, and uh, I would, I would always be like. Hey, I'm kind of scared to perform because I mean you have the the right. top notches of like drag at that point, you know, and so we'll be like, I don't know if I want to like go on stage and make a fool of myself in front of these queens, not right. that I look up to. But then I was like, fuck it, why not? If I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start here and I'm gonna do it here. So I did it, and then uh, I also performed at Arena. You guys remember Arena? Heard and about Arena? Yeah. I think I missed out on a lot. Well, we didn't live here at that time. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, Arena and Circus were, was like an iconic place for uh, us to go and party. They even have a Wednesday night for for uh, all ages. We call it all ages. And I started going when That's I was when 16. That's when they put that black X on your hand. Yeah. Kind of let you know. <laughs> Don't let the bartender <laughs> serve you. I was sneak out of my house to go to the club. I was 60 years old and... It was it was crazy. It was crazy. But I, honestly, I am glad I got to like experience that moment that everyone talks about all the time. Yeah, yeah, Delta always is talking about Oasis and like all of that stuff is gone. Not to say that you're an old drag queen, but you have been doing it too long. What <laughs> now, have you seen? <laughs> what what like are the big changes you see? I mean, you've seen it go like drag change and go through so much here in LA. Like, what are the biggest things that you've seen change? Um, it's now drag is very competitive. It's mm. very if you don't do if you're not doing this gig, you're not somebody. If you're if you're you don't look this per, like this like this kind of drag, your your drag is not valid. It's very that you know. I think drag before was very um, just go with it and do do what you gotta do. You know, yeah. and now it's like you you have to do what people want to see you do so you can fit in. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean, and especially also because of Drag Race. You know, I feel like Drag Race. Not that Drag is fucked up Drag, well, you know, you know? but um, <laughs> I feel like Drag Race kind of brought uh, some kind of like a way of people thinking drag should be done and what yeah. you should perform as. You know, it is so interesting. Like I get to hear a lot of um, Raja and Delta tell these stories about. Like Raja literally just told a story about Oasis when mm-hmm. Rhea competed. In that competition, yeah, and Raja stopped her and said, "Not those shoes." And she gave her some boots off of her, and like uh-huh. Rhea won that night or yeah. whatever. And that's when Raja became her drag mother. Mm-hmm. So to just hear those stories, and because then you- now backstage, if a girl was walking on in ugly shoes, I'd be like, "Those shoes." 
Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. You'd pull out your phone and you'd phone I would, oh, yeah. I would, I would put it on my close Especially friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb, shady dumb bitch. bitch. No, yeah. but a lot of those stories, the people they talk about who are in those spaces, they all have such unique and different styles of drag. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like everyone was like, oh, yeah, Tammy was always there handwriting her, you know, things out. And like Mayhem was and everyone was doing what came naturally yeah. to them. And they were all accepted together. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, you're right. It's sort of like you got to fall in. You got to make sure you're you're wearing the right lashes. Older drag queens are um, quicker to share tips with you. And like just be like, hey, next. And in a nice way, be like, next time, why don't you try this? Or this Mm -hmm. is where I buy pantyhose that match my skin tone or things like that. And now people are like gatekeeping stuff because there's, I feel like there's so many drag queens that they're like, oh, God, if the babies find out about this, it's over for me. Yeah. And I, I also feel like the other new queens nowadays, they are very, um, like you said, they're not going to share what they've learned to make you look better. You know, they're, yeah. they're going to do the, the opposite. They're going to just tell you, oh, you look good when in reality you look like shit, you know? You look good. good. Yeah. So it's it's very that. I mean, I feel like, yeah, you're right. Like the queens from back in the days, like they will, they, they don't mind sharing their, their, their little secrets here and there because, I mean, why not? Well, I mean, you've shared so many of your secrets. You have an enormous drag family. I sure do. The House of Be Fierce, honey. And why does it feel like every city I go to, I run into one of them? Okay, who was the, We met one I in San Francisco. I kept on thinking it was Maya, and it wasn't. Delilah. Who, it was Delilah, and she was drunk. There was some tension between <laughs> the two yeah, of you, we, and I there, couldn't figure it out. I was like, were you being sassy, or does she hate you? Well, here's the thing. I was, I was also like 12 to tequilas deep sitting outside in a, in a Throwing spot. shit. I wasn't throwing things. You were putting your empties on the ridge and knocking them into the street. Well, don't. Here, listen. San Francisco, (laughs) you shouldn't be driving. It's a big city. You know what I mean? The emissions are high. So how many cities do you have children in? Um, Just California and Denver. Okay. And Mexico. So, okay, so yeah. international house of your children. There's not twelve of them, bitch. How many yes, are there? There's like eight of us. They are. Um, it's Maya, Aubrey, Exotica, Ashes, Zai, Delilah, and then I have uh, two boys, which is Peter and Steven. Hi, I'm Peter B. Fierce. Hello, Peter B. Fierce. Yeah. Um, I remember <laughs> seeing the house of B. Fierce like storm the stage at. DTLA, DTLA proud. proud. Yes, yes, I remember that. And one I was too. like, "There's a whole house of them." <laughs> oh, yeah, it was incredible. How do you like as a all in matching garments? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was like the rainbow, and you yeah. made every single one of them, didn't you? I made some of them, yeah, but she, majority of them. She yeah. oversaw. She walked up and down while everyone's sewing. Well, yeah. She should. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you're like mothering all of them, do you find it's interesting, like that each one has their own style, or are you trying to like make a little conglomerate, make them all a little twinsy? No, they they have their own drag. I mean, we kind of all paint well, the same. Well, explain why every time I run into Maya Aubrey, I keep on thinking they're the same and it's you. <laughs> um, I just <laughs> You're like, Maya Aubrey? She's like, it's Melissa, man. <laughs> no, I, th- I feel like we all paint the same, yeah. but we have our own little style of, of, of our drag. You know, mm-hmm. the way we dress. But I've always, I've always told them, like, make sure you always look polished. Make sure you look at your, your nails, you know? Clearly. <laughs> I'm nailed. <laughs> you are nailed. Nailed. Nailed it. Nailed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, yeah. let's take a break. We're going to get more oh, into yeah, the yeah. house, but we'll be right back. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bad. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would, like, pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just... I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think like that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm -hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch their anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> down. Because they all say down at the end. Down. Bring her oh. down. You gotta, you know Wicked? <laughs> Have you ever seen Wicked? No. Girly, we gotta get you to New York. I'll go with you. <laughs> Let's go. We'll go see Wicked. Front row. I'm down. Front row? I, I don't think rich. it's that hard anymore. I am not rich. <laughs> no, but do you ever see, do you sit front row at the movies? No. Never. That's me it's too crazy. Yeah. No, but I got front row seats to Chicago because we checked and the stage is like here. So we'll be looking like this. You're going to go like this. Psst. Jinx. No, we're all wearing matching <laughs> outfits jinx. for Jinx. Okay. And I might be in a red wig. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Don't wear a wig. Oh, a little. You can wear a Leon Spanish a red. Leon red. Auburn red. <laughs> When I wait, <laughs> when <laughs> <laughs> that is so rude to show up to someone's Broadway show. We're not gonna do looking that. Looking crazy, but you know what I am gonna do? Them? Okay, bust out of the emergency exit right when it's over, so I can be in the front of the line to see Jinx when she walks out. Just walk out door. before the bows. The, she'll see us. We're in the front row. Oh, oh yeah, you can't get out. <laughs> All right, we'll plan that later. And uh, we're back. <laughs> no, we did that. 
down. <laughs> Bring me dancer. You, have you ever done musical theater numbers? Never. You've done everything. You know what? I, I did it for the competition they had at Mickey's, and I did uh, Cats. Um, Is it online? Because Mickey's, remember when Mickey's used to post every video? It's online. Oh my god! It's you gotta go watch it. Yeah. The, beef, the memories of Be Fierce. Do you yeah. ever look back at those videos? All the time. Really? I always like to watch myself, like to see what I where I where I was at to like now. Oh, I can't because I cringe. You should. The rest <laughs> of <it>. <laughs> <laughs> so quick with it. Okay, so obviously this relationship between the two of you flourished when you did Dragula season yeah. one. Yeah. So. You did, you know, you see Raven, you're inspired, you do drag, you've made a name for yourself in West Hollywood. Like Meatball said, when The Hood was revealed on season one, they're like, the show, girl? (laughs) What made you want to do Dragula that first season? Well, I got invited to do it. They asked Mm. me to do it. I mean, you too. I I think everyone did. Yeah, I think everyone did, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, you know, when at that time, I was just like, what's next for me? What am I going to do next? You know, like, I feel like I was getting stuck in just performing. I wanted to do something bigger. So when the opportunity came i was like hey why not you know i've done scary stuff before but not it's not my type of gig but right i'll do it if i have to and fuck it let's go for it yeah so i, I was a let's go and that was at the time when Dr- queen kong was still happening mm-hmm. and they had you and i knew something was up because they had you like twice in one month yeah at one point and we weren't supposed to know anybody but it was like kind of like I feel like that was their way of auditioning, was just to see how we would mm-hmm. all perform in front of them. And then I was in it twice in one month, and Pinche did, and I was slowly like piecing it together. Yeah. But when we saw you, I was like, oh, I'm gagged. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And all the way to the end, too. Mm-hmm. I I was right, right were... there until that one time when Frankie cheated. <laughs> when she was... still talks about this shit. Oh, we were upset, actually. I we was were pissed. acting mean. Everyone thinks I'm lying. Me, oh, it was me, you, and Vander, and, and Vander... we were pissed. We all looked at each other like, what the fuck? You know, like. And then I remember at the end of that day, we were sitting there freezing cold on the beach. Mm -hmm. I went, well, ladies, it's been really fun, but I'm going to go home tonight. (laughs) And that was like the end of it. Because you hold on to that, which I mean, any any person would. I just think it's funny. I actually don't care. You'll be like eating lunch. We'll be sitting there quietly. There'll be a pause and you'll just be like, Frankie, don't cheat (laughs) it. If there's one thing about Frankie, do. She cheated. <laughs> yeah. But I think that that was such a great experience for me because it was like such a learning experience mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. Just being like, oh, this is how you get ready in extremely high pressure situations yeah. in the back of like a trailer that's 110 degrees and your mm-hmm. makeup's melting off. Like they just kept putting us in situations that I was like, oh, this is for growth. Yeah. What is the best thing that you think you learned? From Dragula? From Dragula season Ooh, one. Love that. Um... Just fucking speak my mind, bitch. Oh, yeah. Well, I always fucking like, I I feel like not everyone was very vocal about the stuff that was going on with behind stage that we got to see, you know, like, mm. especially with homegirl Loris, you know, like just having her be so shady in the back and playing a role in front of the camera. So that was kind of like something yeah. that I was like, you know what? No, like someone, if no one's going to say anything, I'm going to say something. Yeah. So it was something I was like, you know what? You always speak your mind because if you don't speak your mind, your story is not going to always be told the way it should be told. You know, mm. it's going to be the way other people want to see it. Absolutely. Yeah. I kind of forgot about that. Uh, well, yeah. I, I have a question related to that because mm-hmm. you also then returned and you you just did Titans. Yeah. We obviously did our spooky seconds review. We watched so many episodes. It's 
it one theme that came back in Titans a lot was the idea of people being two-faced. Mm-hmm. And we had this conversation a lot in talking about the episodes because we were like, what really is the line for someone to be two-faced? Because we were like, if you're shooting a, a reality show and you you want to give the cameras something, I think it's totally acceptable to behave one way when the cameras are down mm-hmm. and then behave a different way when the cameras are up, so long as everyone knows that you're playing that character. That's what I believe, because then I think you ultimately get the good TV. And I don't mean like drastically different or yeah, like, okay. fuck you, bitch, fuck you, and then be like, you're <clears throat> no, my best friend. Yeah, there's a way to play the game right. of television. But what I think you might be referencing, and I don't want to bring that drama back up. I'm not trying. I didn't say okay. anything specific. I'm oh, talking okay. about the but abstract I want to talk about season one because you had mentioned Loris. Yes. The, the behavior behind the camera right. was so polarly opposite to how she was behaving on camera uh, yeah and it was it was it was crazy yeah. it was like a little weird and so when we were like get her out of here it was more because like we don't know who this person is and it's just getting weirder mm-hmm. oh it was very that yeah it was a lot of i don't it was just very strange oh okay that's kind of juicy. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, I, yeah. It was very we that. Really I mean, we were always talking about, talk about yeah. it too. You know, we were like, uh, "What is going on with this person?" Like, no. Yeah. We would. But, I remember we would like also try to get away from mm-hmm. her, and she mm. would like come over to us and like just just go on and on, and we were like, "We don't care." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's your reaction to a lot of things. Yeah. Now, do you feel like because we we were on season one, which mm-hmm. no one watched, um, and <laughs> um, as compared to now, like how do you think you were received after Titans versus season one? Um, it was it was I was kind of actually pretty good because people didn't expect me to come back because yeah. even like. There'll be times where I go on live and people will be like, hey, so if there was an All-Stars for Dragula, will you go on it? But now we'll be like, I don't think so because I feel like Dragula like, kind of like stepped up their game so much and they they expect from the queens more than what we did on for season yeah. one, you know? Like it's already season, uh, what? Six. Five? five? Yeah. Not, yeah. But they it, shot... Resurrection. Titans and Resurrections. Was yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's already... Yeah. It's so elevated. So I was just like, I don't think they were gonna they would want me to go back, you know? It's I wouldn't think I would do it. But then uh doing it, people were, were actually pretty shocked that I went back and gave it another chance. But I mean, uh everything went everything was fine with me, like on my end, like people were seeing me back on Dragula. It was really exciting to see you on the show. <laughs> Sorry. <It's not. laughs> oh, it was, it was, I was so excited to see you back and I was like really happy that you were back on TV and I was like, oh, Melissa's going to fucking slay and mm-hmm. you did, but I, it was crazy to me. Do you want to talk about your ex-husband? That's fine. Yeah. It was crazy to me that you were able to like muster up the strength yeah. or like distract yourself enough to actually go into the competition when a week beforehand, while you're probably in the most stressed out moment of your life, just getting ready to leave, mm-hmm. this person just leaves you. And yeah. it's like, I don't love you. Yeah. What was your mindset? Like, what were you truly thinking? I don't, Um, I had so much in my head. Like, yeah. and then like I even said in the show too, like I, it looked, it took me like literally three days to get out of bed, you know, like, mm. because I was so, so depressed. I was yeah. just so much in my head. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat because my, my stomach was just so upside, like twisted upside down that it was so, I had so much in my head and then getting ready for Dragula, making my own looks my, myself, you know, and. 
And to like, and then like, and then even when I when I got up and quit the show, like people were like messaging me, calling me a quitter, calling me a loser. This is that. But and one thing like I always tell myself, I told myself, it's like I would have been a quitter if I would have quit right before leaving the show. Yeah. You know, but I quit the show because this was already clocked out. You know, like my head wasn't there anymore. Like. Like me and Coco being in the bottom that time, I I I, I would have felt bad if if I would have stayed and she would have went home and I would have went home the next week because I couldn't keep going yeah. with the competition. Right. You know? So I was like, girl, you stay, you do what you're gonna do. I gotta leave. Like, I was worried about this. My mental yeah. health. It's. I think everyone's mental health should be the priority when it comes down to like issues with relationships or whatever's going on at home. I think you should always take care of that because that shit can fuck your fucking self up very fucking bad, you know? Like, yeah. and we've like, we've seen things happening lately with like actors, you know, committing suicide because of mental issues because they can, they, they feel like if they talk about things like this, it makes them weak. Yeah. But it's not making them weak, you know? It's, we're humans, yeah, you know, like right. we fuck, we fuck up, you know, like there's going to be times where we're going to fucking feel at our lowest, but that doesn't define us, you know, that should make us a better person because we can sit there and, 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 and accept where we're, where we're, where we're fucking up at, you Absolutely. know, like ask for help, you know, like if you have to like leave and get up from a situation because it's only going to make you be the better person and stand up for yourself, do it. Don't worry about what anyone's going to say, you know? And that's kind of the craziest thing. Like, now more than ever, we can be bombarded with what people are saying. Yeah. You know, you think, like, you know, before social media, there was obviously tabloids mm -hmm. and, like, the press. And you could really sort of say, oh, well, I'm never going to look anything. And, like, then, like, imagine we're all very famous yeah. people that are being written about in the tabloids. But, <laughs> oh, I'm never going to look at anything in the National Enquirer because that's just fake garbage. Yeah. yeah. But, like... People would literally write like think pieces mm -hmm. in the LA Times about like a celebrity's behavior or whatever. Now we get like micro versions of that where people are having discourse on Reddit yeah. about oh a person God, they've never Reddit. met because they've watched them do drag on a TV mm -hmm. show for, you know, five episodes and then they make a choice that serves their mental health and their life yeah. decision. They're like, oh, she's a quitter, blah, blah, blah. And you, we all have access to that. Mm -hmm. So we can look at that. It is crazy that people can like do that. They can do it while it's happening. Like it could be airing the minute it's happening. They're oh, yeah. fucking tweeting it and it's out there. And so like you just see a million opinions about yep. yourself. Mm -hmm. How did you do that? Because I've learned now I just don't read comments. I don't read comments on my own Instagram posts. I don't read the YouTubes. I just can't. Because like one awful comment will make me spiral for an hour. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. You're right. <laughs> well, all I do is screenshot comments and send, and them, send to them to me. That's the only time I see negative comments is when he sends them to me. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard not to. I mean, because sometimes you want to interact with the audience, you know, with yeah. your followers. You want to like, they, they compliment you. They give me a good, a good compliment. But there's times where just that one compliment can fuck up all the hundred compliments you got. Yeah. Right. Good compliments, you know. And it fucks it. And it, it's it's going to be in your in your head. Oh, yeah. All day. And it's going to be, hey, well, this person said this about you, you know. So it's hard to not to like sit there and like read all these comments that are being like given to you. Especially because so. this was the biggest season of Dragula mm -hmm. yet, and there was more discourse about it than I think any other season. Yeah. At least you got out of there, you know, and mm -hmm. you were protecting yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really cool, and like it sets like it sets a good example. Mm -hmm. How have you? I, obviously, you filmed a while ago, and it just aired recently. Yeah. How are you doing now? 
I'm good. Uh, I can honestly say that I'm good. Uh, after coming back, I was like, I took that time off just to kind of like take care of myself, you know, like start from 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 like page one, you know, yeah. like this is where you're going to start and start fresh and whatever comes with it, learn how to take it and figure it out a way to get out of it before you build up more situations and you're not solving them, you know, like, yeah. because they they pile up, it you will. know, especially if you start trying to ignore it. Yeah, it'll just get worse and worse. Yeah. So now I'm just like, like that wig. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. I gave this wig attention. That <laughs> no, I, I mean? like. You do understand. I think you look nice, and the wig looks nice. I just <laughs> I we're just, talking about. Her trauma, and you make a joke about my wig. This is what's wrong with the internet. But look, look how much Melissa appreciated it because she knows a good read when it happens. Yeah, I know she is the best. <laughs> but yeah, I'm good. I I'm good. Now I'm. I'm Have you just... talked to that man since? Um, he constantly sends me very rude messages. Oh. Yeah. Wait, what? Stay off mm-hmm. Melissa's phone. Get the fuck out. Block his number. Get a new number. Get a second phone. Yeah. He still sends me like really rude stuff and Wait, what? That's why so unhinged. He, he You're just the like table. come pick up your shit and he's like, he, I hate you, bitch. He even like blasted me when that episode aired, he had been blasting me on his social media, like talking about, oh, look at because I There'll be a p- times where I would message him when I would be drunk. I'd be like, please, like, let's get back together. Let's work this oh, out. Oh, of course. That's going to happen. You know? And then I would, like, tell him. And he literally was, like, blasting me, like, talking about, oh, look at this fucking drunkie. Like, texting me and like, screenshots. Like, posted all of our screenshots on his social media, talking down on my name. And then had the nerves to, like, probably, like, two hours later talk about, I have the video, too. I, I screen recorded it, talking about, oh, I'm sorry. I want to apologize for Melissa because I'm not going to talk bad on her name. Things happen. Yeah, a lot of people in his circle were probably like, you can't be the asshole here. Yeah, so, yeah, he he apologized. But to this day, he, there's been times where, like, he always messaged me, like, very, like, fucked up shit. Like, oh, uh, you're not going to play the victim on national TV and with your crocodile tears. It, game on, bitch. Like, it's on, like. What is he going to do? You didn't, you like, didn't do like, anything. Watching, like, thinking about how you presented the situation. First of all, you literally could have said on the show, I'm going through a lot in my personal life. And it's, re-. you didn't have you didn't. to give the details. Yeah. You didn't even see so what you, you wanted gave to talk the about details. It. And you, you, you were like, he did something that is very heartbreaking. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't know the guy sounds like an asshole based on all of this, but it's okay to be honest with your feelings and say, yeah. hey, I'm not in love with you anymore. We should blah, blah, blah. It sounds like the way in which he did it and 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 how it happened was so fucked up. Yeah. But all you did was tell the story of I was told my marriage is over and that he was leaving. Like you didn't drag his name through the mud or anything. And I could have because there was, yes. there was more to what happened to Ooh. the breakup. There was more to uh, it, but I wasn't gonna sit there and put him on black. I like right. that. I, that's all I said. Like, like you said, that's exactly. all I said. I, I my husband got up and left me. That was it. I didn't sit there and actually went down the line and said everything that I found out that he was doing to me. You, you, what you did say you is you said person. it was. It, uh, I felt 
you know, like blindsided. It was awful. I was depressed. You said all these things. You were never like he was cruel. He did never. this. He did that. Yeah, you actually never said anything bad about. Yeah. Him. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right, yeah. we need to process that. Let's take a break. <laughs> Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And we're back! With Melissa B. Fierce. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Now I want to move on to some more drag talk. You know what I mean? Let's do it. Let's talk about the L.A. scene. Because as we alluded to, you do shows all over. Mm -hmm. You can kind of wear all your different hats. Um, hats? She does her own hats. (laughs) She's giving hats. She does wear. (laughs) Um... What is like? What's the, what's the vibe for you? Like, what's the tea about the LA scene? Like, where do you like to see drag? Where do you go? What's like the party to go to? Like, what's Melissa's LA drag scene like? Uh, you know what? I don't have just a, a a specific drag scene. I feel like every time I go to precinct, you know, I uh, I can go to WeHo and still be me. You know, still be my drag and still represent what I do as a as a drag entertainer. So. Um, I don't feel like it, it changes my 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 scene whatsoever when it comes down to my drag. And I feel welcomed everywhere I go to, whether it's in Pomona, downtown, West Hollywood, you know. I feel the same welcoming, like, audience that I get every everywhere I go. That is and, so cool because there's not a lot of girls that do every area. Like, there's right. kind of, like, the Long Beach scene, the Pomona yeah. scene. And there's, like, a couple of crossovers or... Something like that, but there's not someone that you consistently see in every city every month. Yeah, I'm I'm everywhere. You know? Yeah, like, you're everywhere. That's a lot of car rides. I couldn't do it. I mean, I mean, it's my full time job. You know, guys pays my bills, so I I have to keep on going and keep working. I want to know about Pomona. Yeah, is that is three club three forty like the gay bar in Pomona? Hey, Pomona, yes. There is another one too, but it's still like down the street, but it's not as big as Pomona. Okay. And then uh, 340 does bring a lot of like drag race talent to oh, to yeah. that club. Every time they're I big s- enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Every time I've I- I've slowly started realizing, let me talk. Okay. I've slowly started realizing you have to have an audience, like uh, a capacity of around 800 people mm-hmm. to even begin to afford a RuPaul's Drag Race girl yeah. now. And most of the bars in LA only have like 400, 400 500. Yeah. yeah. And I think 340 is like 1,500 yeah. capacity. huge. It's huge. It's th- th- so two floors. I think, has a very large capacity because they consider the outdoor patio a yes. space. And you get double the people on an outdoor space. Uh-huh. Thoughts? Yeah, that's true. I just want to know about the staircase of Club 340. Because every time I see Why video- do you got to walk down the staircase? <laughs> How could Bitch, you be the one of Vicky Vox falling and breaking? Yes, Detox's every time club? I see video from Club 340, it's like she the entrance shit. is down the stairs. Vicky Vox ate shit. Willem had already made it down the stairs, I believe. And Detox was coming down. And Vicky slipped on the stairs like a cannonball and just knocked her down. No way. Yeah, but I've seen pictures. Why do you have to come down the stairs? Well, it's up to you. It's optional. You can, if you want, you can start on stage if you want, but, but everyone's going to come down the stairs you. to get on yeah. stage. Yeah. So, I mean, 
Girl, I, I mean, I love those stairs. Those stairs are. I mean, it's great to make fuck. an entrance, but like, I hate stairs and drag because I'm fat and I can't see my feet. <laughs> well, that's not everyone's excuse, then. <laughs> you work do you work those stairs, Melissa? I just come down those stairs, honey. I try not to do as much like movement on there because I can Oh yeah. Remember shit. when you taught me how to do a handstand and do I a do death it. I still drop? have the video too. Oh my god. I can do a handstand and do a death drop and it's like easier than a death drop. But now I'm terrified of breaking my hip again. <laughs> Did you have like formal dance training or anything? Or when you started doing drag, you were like, I'm gonna teach myself how to like twirl and do these tricks. Well, I was a cheerleader in high school. What? Yeah. I know. It's okay. I got called faggot so many times in high school. She's like, <laughs> but you know, but, I love it. But you know what's funny though? That what? that I will get called faggot by the football players, but as soon as I graduated and graduated high school, they were the first one to reach out to me to hook up with me. It's always like that. It is we always about like that. This. What is it about high school football players? It's so faggy. Yeah. And so is wrestling. Yeah. Well, wrestling Wearing even those more little so. singlets. And wrestling, they, they're they like always come out of the ring with a boner. They're yeah. like eating each other's ass as like a fucking technique. Yeah, and yeah. you have to you have to be able to smell that person's butthole. Like you have to <laughs> like doing that to be near. Like if I didn't like the smell of asshole, I wouldn't be near one. <laughs> right? <laughs> Absolutely. Not that. Oh, you're eating their asshole. Yeah, they basically. You're basically. Coach eating. is like, get in there, get Samuels. In there and start licking. <laughs> So what was it competitive cheerleading where there was like the routines with the jock jam songs? Yeah, we used to do com- uh, competitions. Tumbling? Uh, we didn't do tumbling. We only did uh, throws, uh, stunts. Yeah, stunts, the stunts. stunts, shows, stunts. Yeah. and shenanigans. Yeah. All three. Stunt queen. And I used to be the the person in charge of choreography, the the dances and stuff like that. Oh, I do remember you saying that. Yeah, that makes sense that you have a house though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because she's getting the girls in order. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who's in charge of the girls? <laughs> Melissa! <laughs> Wait, so are you still doing stunts? No, bitch. I'm getting old. Like, now Oof. I can even dance like I used to before. Like, that's why I watch the videos from back in the days, because I get to see, like, damn, bitch. I know. I miss Not the days anymore. of me doing cartwheels. Now, every time I do it. Remember being just throwing your body around? Absolutely. And I tell the queens on you could now always, I've... like... I fall at fat slut and my hip hurts for two days. <laughs> now it starts to rain outside and you're like, mm. oh, it's clicking. <laughs> it's clicking, babe. Um, wait, okay. I want to go back to the, so obviously you travel around, uh, do all these shows around town. Where is your favorite drag like to watch as a spectator if you're not performing? Or do you perform all the time you never have time to watch? No, yeah, I I would say Showgirls on Mondays yeah. at Mickey's. I love Showgirls. I think they have the Morgan always brings different kind of talents. You know, she mm-hmm. brings the Drag Race girls, she brings the Dragula girls, and I think that's the only place in West Hollywood that actually brings the Dragula girls that welcomes yeah. them to, to perform on that oh. stage. Yeah, you don't see that many Dragula performing uh, uh, in in West Hollywood. No. Now, yeah. what time do you have to get there to get a good seat right up? Oh, no, front? you can't get a seat unless you call ahead. Yeah. And even if you call ahead, they'll say, yeah, we got you one. They won't. You have to drop a name. You have to be like, I'm friends with this person. We're coming like this. Like, it's hard to get a seat there. Well, that's how it was pre-pandemic. I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. No, they changed it. Now you have to make reservations online. Oh, you can do it online. Yeah. But yeah, if you want a seat at Mickey's, don't just show up. Like, make a reservation. And it can't be on that Monday. It's got to be like a week in advance. Wow. You have to book it when, like, right before... 
Only the, even the next day, which is well, today, Tuesday. Yeah. Right. The new flyer comes out for next Monday. You know who's going to be in the next. You got to book it immediately. Yeah. It, that, I mean, it's like now when I think about like what I want to see at a drag show, I'm like, I want to see tables and chairs. I want to see a comfortable seat for me. Yeah. And then I'll see whatever you present and to me on the stage. And I want it to start at 630 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be reasonable. I want to be in the bed by 10 o'clock. Yeah. Like an, an earlier drag show for us aged women. Girl, that started is not going to happen. An Everyone's early show. Done. It's you think over. You, Bows at 10. The girls can home. play two shows that night. Yeah, next show starts at 11.30. They can go to a different club. I don't know how that would... I mean... You've been around longer. You might have a better opinion on that. Well, I, I would think, Polly, because during that, <laughs> during the like 8 o'clock, it's like people are getting off work. You know? You're right. People, the traffic, you know, especially... I would go to a drag show on a Saturday... Latter-day. Well, I mean, Saturday is more chill. It's not like a the happy week. hour early show. Hmm. Okay, well, now if we're talking Saturdays and people are yeah, that's out different. For brunch, it yeah. could be the continuation. It's or like brunch I skipped brunch because that's too crazy, and I want to go to a drag show because I have a sex party to attend. To attend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think so. Is the drag show getting you ready for the? Se- are you? No, it's just allowing me. It's allow. It's allowing me to do both things that I want to do on the same night. There you go. So you're in. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's trying to turn the beat around. All right. Well, now that we've teased our final segment, let's take a break and we will be right back with our final segment. And we're back. got sexy in here. Who? Yeah, it did. <laughs> now, we're speaking to someone who not only has a drag Twitter, but a boy Twitter, too. Uh-huh. The cock's out there. Mm-hmm. This is our segment on the show called <laughs> Fuck Talk! <laughs> where we tell embarrassing or sexy stories about things that have happened in our past, present, or possible future. Um, when did you serve for a shirt? <laughs> You're getting all tongue tied. Mouth water. Ooh. When did you? My mouth is watering. When did you first start showing pole on the internet? <laughs> not the pole. Oh my god! You were just <laughs> knock them out of my nose. Hold on. Ah! It got real steamy now. You, now you leave me alone with Melissa after I ask her about her dick right on the show. So embarrassing. Oh my god! What gave you the confidence? Um, you know what? I did it right when, um, when was it? Oh, pandemic hit. Because my bookies got all canceled. Oh, you said, baby, I'm starting the OnlyFans. I need to earn a li- uh, an income. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I got to find a way how to make money on the site. Because, bitch, we have no gigs. Right. The gigs are all canceled. And Lord knows how long we're going to be in this pandemic. So I was like, fuck it. Why not? And... The, I'm sure the response go. the response was great. Oh yeah, I was making good money. Hit your mark. Oh. Did I subscribe? I can't remember. I don't think <laughs> I did. I just I'm recent- sure you did. Meepaw I'm is the recently- queen of hit subscribe, scroll through, unsubscribe. unsubscribe. <laughs> I just so I'll look. give you ten dollars. I just want to see it. Look. I don't need that. Nine ninety nine. It doesn't need to be repeating every. Sometimes month. I'll put an alert on in case they do one of their. For the, next, for the next three hours, it'll only be $3.99 for the month. But I'm like, well, I'm, I got $3.99. Um, <laughs> What's the price of a cup of coffee? It's a cup of coffee. Stay home. No, but um, because everything... Oh, wait. 
<laughs> Did I follow you? Can you see who follows you on there? Because someone told me that because it's linked to my Twitter, they can see that it's like, oh, meatball. Oh, then your, it should come up. Your OnlyFans is linked to your Twitter? Mine is too. Well, yeah, you're promoting yours. Yes. I'm saying as a user. Uh, yes. So your I user. Didn't, I, well, here's the thing. When OnlyFans oh, first came to me. What? No, I didn't start one. How did you lose all your nails? There, <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> Stickers, how did they fall off? This is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I don't even remember what I was at. Your OnlyFans name is a spiciest meatball. It's spiciest meatball, but it was only because when I went to go, like, I I wanted to follow someone's OnlyFans. I didn't have an account. So I lot like clicked it on Twitter, and then it was like sign up through Twitter, and I was like, sure, sure, yeah. So I didn't realize that. Mine but is all. Have you seen anybody that you recognize? No, not really. And how are you making these videos? Like, what's the process? Well, I haven't made any recent videos, but I will soon. Okay. People are asking for it, so I'm like, mm, I'm gonna give it to them. Some collabs. I do, I have some already on my phone. Did you? And I did one with the one of Dracula girls too. Oh. <laughs> now. Ho- how so? No. I just saw a video of her oh, sucking a dick the other a, day. A winner? No. A loser? Well, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. <laughs> no, I would want to see that. But do you... Because you know who I was imagining. Who? Dali. Oh, no, no yeah, I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd subscribe for that. Twelve ninety nine. Yeah. I pay extra. I pay, extra. I pay the nine ninety nine the and then pay the ten dollars and then tip it. The tip. I feel like that's an exclusive that you have a video sitting on your phone of you and another Dragula girl shooting porn. It I just can't soon. think of who it is. How many of them have OnlyFans? That's the thing. Some of y'all got secret ones, mm. and I don't find them mm. until like I'm scrolling through Twitter and someone's like, "This person liked this," and I'm like, "Huh!" <laughs> I boom. There it is. So, have you had any like weird experiences this with OnlyFans? Like, has anyone recognized you from OnlyFans in WeHo or something? No, not really. Not in WeHo. I think I get the my subscri- my subscribers come from out of California, like people who don't know me from here. Mm. You know, yeah, or probably people who hasn't had the dick yet because <laughs> ah! she shares it. Oh, you share it around. You got that good community dick. I'm doing community service. Thank you. Um, now, but what do you have? Like, you know, we all have our sort of wild go-to crazy sex stories. Like, do you have any any story that comes to mind? Like from hooking up or like. You know, wild experiences or someone trying to put a fetish on you. Uh well, the other day I was on Grinder, and I don't, I don't, I don't have Grinder a lot because I always get those messages like, "Oh my God, this is Melissa be fierce." Yeah. Oh, da, da, da. and it's because that, Meatball keeps sending your boy pictures around, so the <laughs> entire town knows that. That it's annoys you. me, you yeah, know, and that's the reason too why I don't have a Grinder. And um, the other day, some guy, really cute guy, hits me up and talks about meeting up with me, mm. and mean, you know, I live alone, I can host. <laughs> and uh, he were talking about like having sex and all this stuff, and then he starts talking about getting fisted. Uh, I'm okay. familiar. Okay. And then and then he's like trying to convince me to, and I'm like, I'm not into that, you know. Like, I can really take a dick. Uh-huh. Nonetheless, a whole, a whole oh, he fist. wanted to fist you. Yeah. Oh. oh no, no, no. Yeah, and I was like, no. He said, I like what you got back there. I want to put my hand inside it. Yeah. So I was like, oh no, blocked. Huh. Now people are pretty fast and loose with that block button. 
on Grindr. I have to. But you weren't like, hey, I'm not into that, but we can do the other thing. You were just like, it's a block. No, because he didn't want other, other things. He wanted that and just that. That's weird. Recently, on one of my Instagram pictures, someone, did I already tell the story on the pod? Someone was like, you have the perfect size hands. Would you be into fisting? You and I was like, hands. how can you tell from a photo where my hand has nails on it and I'm like touching myself? Yeah. Like that it would be perfect All right, for everyone fisting. show your hands. See, Mine looks so fucking chubby. The feedback I've received is that a chubby hand makes for a nice fist because it's padded. So it's Work. less bony on ah. the on the entry. So that a hand would be more... terrible. It's all bone. <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably why they said that to you because you've got a little padding in your hand. I got the meaty fist. But that's a harsh fist the way you're doing that. No, it's Good, not that about would hurt. that. Don't you yeah, it's about fingies and this and that, and then you just... And then there's the, where you pull it out, and then the butthole's like this, and you go... Now, bitch. <laughs> what? You're talking about lube maintenance. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I do know what I've you seen, mean. I've seen... I watched a fist Because you're talking about... I could get into it, and frankly, I can't. Because mostly when it comes out, and you can just see it... <laughs> It's like that thing where people like astronauts when they go to space, they're like, "Oh, I understand death and I'm okay with it now yeah. because they've seen the infinite void." It's that, but inside somebody. Do you know what I mean? The like, game. If, yeah, if that, if I see that, I'm like, ah, and I want to leave. Mm. Thoughts? There are no. I have no thoughts about. I don't want to think have about. Have you that. ever had a hookup with someone where after the hookup they said, "Oh, by the way, I really like your drag." Yes. How does that make you feel? Used. Uncomfortable. You know, yeah, I've got that. I've gotten that before. Like, like as soon as we're done, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, I know who you are." And I'm like, uh, "You're like, say it beforehand. Yeah, say, just say it beforehand." I've said this story a bunch, but one time I, after I finished with a guy, I looked up on his wall, and there was a picture of me. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch, that's fierce. Isn't that awful. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, "That's me." I should have been like, "You want Meatball. me to sign it?" Be fierce. <laughs> Oh my god. Signed with nut nut. Wow. <laughs> so what are you into? Not fisting. I, I just like plain sex. Plain. Vanilla. Greek yogurt. Sex. Something like that. No, I mean I just, you know. I'm do the same. Do. I don't think I need a bunch of contraptions and things and and beatings and whatnot. You know what I'm doing it. tomorrow. I like to get choked. Yeah, but I feel plain, like it's plain. 2023. That's pretty plain. Plain regular sex. Choke me, daddy. Oh, yeah. Uh. Oh, yeah. I can see you getting hit. I'm picking up my fuck bench tomorrow. Oh, Yes, you got a fuck bench. Really? Yeah, yeah, which doesn't feel like a toy to me. It feels like a piece of furniture. Yeah, sexual apparatus. Work. Right. Which I feel like Just that's different for the angles than... better. Than like buying a machine that fucks, for, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's imagine like, being able to stand on one leg and just lift the other one up bitch. just to rest the knee, but you don't have to be on a bed. Yeah, and this is also great because then he can like lift up his belly and place it on top of their back Word. while he's fucking mm -hmm. them. You know what I mean? In the you the, wouldn't know. <laughs> so thin, plain, so thin, plain, thin and plain. Just choke me out. Well, Melissa, um, where can people find you? What are people looking forward to? Melissa B. Fierce, twenty twenty three. What do you got going on? 
Um, for now, just gigs, and then of course we we're going on tour. Right. Oh, right. You're doing the world tour. When does that happen? April. Oh, cool. Amazing. Yeah, so we just where are you corner. going? All the VIP, almost all the VIP tickets are already sold out. Stunned. Stunned. You mm-hmm. like a meet and greet? Yeah. Before I or like after them. the show? I think before, if anything. Because yeah. after, I would just want to, I'm already fucking sweaty. Yeah. You know, I just want to get out of my drag. So I think before would be a yeah, good Yeah, after the show, your wig will look like that. I'm That's sorry. true. Yeah, because you whip it. But you don't do <laughs> tricks anymore. So it's just. I don't. Hard. I don't do tricks anymore. <laughs> I only do them in the bed. <laughs> Play. Choke, choke, choke me. <laughs> choke me. Choke me. Choke me out. So, how many dates is the world tour? Uh, it's two months. Wow. It's really long, and they're going all across the United States into down under. Yeah. Um, Wait, no, Australia or just Australia New Zealand? Australia and New Zealand, yeah. yeah. That's incredible. And out of all the people on the tour, who do you hate the most? Yeah, who's going on it? <laughs> just kidding. Have Everyone. they Everyone? Everyone's going, yeah. I don't hate anyone, I don't I'm have joking. any back. No blood with anyone. I think I, I feel like you know we're on a TV show. Shit's gonna go down. Right. You know, yeah. We're under it's pressure. It's over now. Yeah. I mean, we get along with everyone. I get along with everyone. I mean, I get along with more with Coco and Kendra. You know, we love Coco. Coco here yeah. and Kendra. I call. Oh my God, Kendra turns yeah. the fucking. She was party. at Fat Slut with you I too. I know. Yeah. yeah, I love Kendra. That was an all star lineup that night. It was great. Yeah. February's gonna be even better. Well, not well. Probably not. <laughs> still going to be good, though. If I can get Delta Work to come. Text her. I've tried. All right. She won't come down? She has a standing Friday gig, which it's possible oh. for her to do both because I've done both. Mm. But it's getting from Long Beach to downtown at like 10 o'clock at night is not the most fun thing to do. That's true. I just did it this morning because yeah. I went to her birthday party. And had I like if she left before the curtain call. Like if she did her second did. number yeah. and then got in the car, she'd be in time perfectly for the second act. Which is what I show. did. But it's, I think she hosts it, so she has to stay until the end. And then she's a great drag queen, so she talks to everybody after I know. the show. So. She's so the epitome of professionalism. Oh, yeah. Delta is the girl. Yeah. Well, what? Melissa, where can people find your um, dick on the internet? Twitter. Ah! You want to plug your handle? <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> yeah, soon coming, coming soon to all in fans. Perfect. Okay. Well, follow Melissa on the internet wherever you find her. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email to sloppy seconds at gmail.com. That's right. Or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-91. Oh, better. Nine one. Those numbers are eight zero. <laughs> Our Instagrams are Big Dipper Jelly Spicy Meatball, Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter and TikTok, and follow Mom Podcast everywhere too at Mom Podcast. Thank you for listening, and thanks to Melissa. Melissa Goodbye. Bye. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.